Good morning, everyone. I'm Pastor Sharon, one of the members of our pastoral team. And as you've heard already, we get to enter this wonderful season of Advent today. In this series, we're going to be going through a sermon series called Arrival. Now, you've all probably had times when you've anticipated an arrival, an arrival of a new baby, an arrival of a guest that's visiting from afar, an arrival even of a package that comes to your door, right? We look forward to new arrivals, and yet in this Advent season, we look forward to the arrival of the greatest event in all of human history, where God became human and came to live among us. That's what we celebrate as we go into this series called Arrival. And today, as you've already heard, we're also privileged to welcome another arrival from a distant land, not from heaven, perhaps. I'm going to invite Adi and Lavi to come up here as I tell you a little bit about them. We are thrilled to have them, the Drianas, with us this weekend. I just want to give you a little background of how long we've known these friends. Um... Adi and, and Lavi are partners with us in Romania and in, in mission work in Romania. And our partnership began kind of accidentally many years ago. We were still young then, right? Um, where Adi was um, hired to serve as a translator for a mission team that went out of, from this church. It was actually before they were even married, right? And that began... Uh, a relationship and a partnership. And since that time, over 20 years, we've been privileged to watch them serve God in Romania and then come back here and um, learn from them and with them. All kinds of mission teams have gone out from here. Family teams have gone to serve in Romania, doing projects such as a greenhouse uh, construction, um, a, a community center, uh, starting a MOPS ministry, uh, medical outreach, and it goes on and on. And today we are so privileged to have them with us. Adi con- currently serves as pastor of Inspiratio. Inspiratio. In, he says it much better. Inspiratio. Inspiratio Community Church, and both he and Lavi continue to lead their community outreach in so many ways. So you're going to get a chance to talk with them during Encore, but I want you to um, join me in welcoming Adi to preach for us this morning. Thank you. I arrived from Romania. And I'm not Messiah, just to clarify very, very uh, well for you. It is an honor to be here this morning. And before we're just going to dive into the message, I would like for you to uh, look at the scripture today from Isaiah 40. Good morning. My name is Ellie. Today's reading is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 1 through 5. We will be reading from the New International Translation. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. A voice that is calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the God will be revealed, and all the people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Amen. So, uh, my my uh, sermon title this morning is, Jesus' arrival is not your rival. Arrival really wants to take everything from you, 
while Jesus wants to give everything to you. And that's quite, quite different, right? So I would like for you to just open to this new season of Advent as Messiah comes not as being your enemy but your friend and his arrival brings everything you need for this very challenging season in our history and in our lives. Without his arrival, there is nothing to talk about this day. So we're looking at a book in the Bible, the book of Isaiah, and I like to compare him uh, with some very important figures in the, in the history of the world. And I like to say that what Shakespeare is for literature, Michelangelo for sculpture, Bach for music, is Isaiah for the prophecy world. His prophecy was the chosen one to open the series of the 17 prophetic books of the Old Testament. He is the chosen one. He is considered the evangelist of the Old Testament. And Isaiah was chosen instrument by God to prevent, to present the light. This is important. The light. The brightest prophetical message to a nation deep in darkness. The nation of Israel. As he makes a declaration in Isaiah 9 verse 1 as a God's confirmation. Isaiah's declaration is God's confirmation. And he says in Isaiah 9 verse 1, he says, The darkness is not eternal, but the light is eternal. So say it with me. The darkness is not eternal, but the light. So the nation of Israel is in the dark room of their history and they receive a strong message, which I think it's available for us today too. We are living in a dark age. We are living under challenges we've never lived before. And the message is for us today. And what Isaiah wants to tell to the nation of Israel, I paraphrase it like this. Feed your soul from the reality of Messiah's presence and promises, not from the realities of your life. I'll say it again. Feed your soul from the reality of Messiah's presence and promises, not from the realities of your world today. Because our realities are overwhelming us. But his presence is above these realities. In Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah has this amazing experience of what Messiah's presence is. Has a celestic, I call it a celestic worship experience in the temple. And his realities are gone and God's presence is overwhelming him. And then he comes really, really, really quick to Isaiah 40. <laughs> and in the, verse, in the first two verses, he projects Messiah's intentions and approach for us today. Listen to this. Messiah, Jesus, is not coming in a confronting way to us today, but in a comforting way. It's slight a big difference, right? He's not coming today to confront you, but to comfort you and me. 
And in his declaration, there is a confirmation of God's intention. He says, comfort, comfort my people. So invitation for Pine Lake, for for those of us who uh, look at this from Romania. I know our daughters at least are are watching this live from Romania. I greet them. I love you. Uh, Let us start a season of comforting your wounds, your pains, your disappointments, your discouragements. Discomfort becomes comfort when Messiah comes. Because he comes to comfort, not in a confronting way. So, um, I'm, yes, yes, I did it. <laughs> so, any arrival involves a departure. So, how many of you think departures are easy? No. Not at all. So Jesus did not actually come from my village, going to another village. He actually departed from somewhere to come in the misery of this world, to embrace my misery. He departed from the glory to embrace my misery today and comfort me. Galatians 4.4. It's like a four-wheel drive verse, you know. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son. God said to Jesus, you depart tomorrow. You are going to America. You are going to Romania. You will get an immigration visa. You will go on earth. Yes, he was immigrating from heaven to earth just just for a while. He got a, I I like to say this way, that he got a um, a two-entries visa one way. Uh, one in and one out. So, uh, so he's, he's, he's back. So uh, I, I just imagine for a second, uh, as he was departing from the glory of God, how angels were praising him in his departure and say, Jesus, this is amazing that you're doing this. Imagine that scene in heaven of Jesus' departure where everybody, the angelic beings will say, go, they need you. Go, go, they need you. And we say today loud, come, come, we need you. So Jesus' arrival involved a departure. And how is this applying for us? You're going to say, silly Romanian. And I'm telling you, there are times in our lives when we need to depart from where we are to where God wants us to be. There are seasons when, that are ending for us and we depart. There are situations we are in and God wants us to move and depart from where we are to be where he wants you and me to be. I tell you a very, I got upset on God last year. I bet you never get upset on God. I'm the only sinner here. Uh, so, uh, and I bet there wasn't pandemic in America, only in Romania and that part of the world. So when the lockdown came in Romania last year, I was just on my knees, weeping like a baby, being upset on God. And I said, God, what is this going to happen? Where is this world going? Everything is stopped. Are we going to die? And God said, Adi, no. You are too fragile. (laughs) And God said to me, Adi, it's not the end. It's the beginning. Say it with me. It's not the end. It's the beginning. So when you look at this picture, it was the departure 
a departure from me, from a, from a stage where I, th- I thought everything is ending to a, a, a status where it's the beginning of something great. So we have people giving their life to Christ through Zoom and we had a baptism service in the backyard of our house during the lockdown. Because it's the beginning. It's not the end. The funny part is... Uh, we have in the very back a neighbor. He lives uh, in a, a complex building built in 70s by the communists. And he plays the accordion. He, he goes to a different church, but he's, he's just a funny guy. He likes to play the accordion in the balcony. So the, the day when we had baptism, he, he just uh, uh, said, I want to play the accordion from the balcony. So he did. We were worshiping in the backyard. He was playing the accordion in the balcony. And in the silence of COVID, the voice of God was there. Because it's not the end. It's the beginning. So I don't know where you need to depart from today. And where you need to arrive. But Jesus is coming to comfort you. Also, departure requires a preparation and a plan. There were 400 years, and, and this, I like this about God. When he's quiet, he's up to something. 400 years, he was quiet. He didn't speak through any, any prophet. But boy, was he active or not? So during this time, the Roman Empire implemented the most ambition road infrastructure in the history of humanity for, for those days. Build roads so Jesus and later the apostles could travel. Even though he was quiet for 400 years, he was active and I started to believe that Jesus likes highways. And I I tried to imagine his mother Mary just pulling his stroller on the highway. Nice roads, okay? I wished he was born in Romania. This way we will have highways. (laughs) We're still working on some. So anyway, but it's more fun with bumpy roads. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, um, it... A departure involves a plan. God had a plan. He prepared a plan to come and comfort you. So, um, there's something I want to share with you. Uh, this is one of the most amazing ministries and projects we've ever done, and I, I've been involved in. It's the Greenhouse uh, Ministry. It reaches out now um, to over 300 people. It was many years of preparation. I am not a very technical person. I am when I have to be. I can turn the light on and the light off. That's fine. Um, So it's amazing that God has given me a vision that needed so many people to make it, um, uh, to bring it into being. And I want to thank each one of you for being a big part of this. And please give a round of applause to those who gave and will give to this. So I, I was always thinking about these vulnerable families. Why in the world they actually want to do a greenhouse? And during the pandemic last year, I received the answer. During the lockdown, very low access to food in Romania. To, uh, it was a time of desperation for many communities. Guess what? The greenhouse families, the vulnerable families, they were the ones that had been blessed by God and they had food and they were not dying of starvation because of this. Because God has a plan. And there's one family. Look at this. 
I bet you're just craving for the tomatoes and the eggplant, okay? And you ignore the, the other group right there. So <laughs> we all like food, don't we? <laughs> so anyway, um, one of the families who, who received the, the greenhouse, they made a statement that just um, got to my heart. They said, we prayed for three years. And once the greenhouse was installed in our yard and we had the first uh, harvest, that's their first harvest, they said, we enter in what God prepared in His providence. I pray that you enter in what God has prepared for you in His providence. So His arrival in, is not in a confronting way, but in a comforting way. Involve a departure. You might need to depart from where you are, where God wants you to be and experience His amazing blessings. Um, a departure requires a preparation, a plan, and boy, those, those of you who came to Romania and were part of the mission teams, uh, building, doing construction, uh, um, doing the greenhouses, I have to tell you, you really know how to plan. That's awesome. So when Paula Selling sang here uh, in 2019, uh, anyway, she greets you each time he has the opportunity through us. Um, uh, she said, I've been to very high contests, music contests around the world, but singing at Pine Lake Covenant Church raised the standard of planning and details. Uh, so God is that, okay? So he had a plan in which you to enter and receive the blessing. So do not be scared by what God has prepared. You, got you say, I am not scared. You're not convincing me at all. You say, I'm not scared by what God has prepared. Much better, much better. I'll send you a tomato. Uh, <laughs> prepara uh, preparation involves a purpose. Why? Why do we do this? And, uh, and I like the, the passage we read that in, in, in verse 4, uh, Isaiah 40, it, it describes to me why God departed. Why His arrival is so important. It's almost like by Messiah's arrival, our, our, our lives are getting a reset. Wouldn't you like a reset in your life? I would. A time when all these masks go out. Amen. Nobody. What's up? Amen. Yes. It says, every, it, uh, this verse describes our lives, my life at least. Every valley shall be raised up. We were in the valleys many times. Every mountain and hill made low. We looked at high mountains in our lives, giants, and we thought, oh, we're not going to climb them. Never. This is impossible to happen. The rough ground shall become level. The rock places a plain. So God's actions in this verse are purposeful, not purposeless. Are purposeful for you and for me. Describes this verse describes my current situation. Deep valleys, impossible mountains, a life of obstacles. Maybe yours is easier, maybe not. But God is coming to reset your life and comforting you. Not confronting you, comforting. Uh, in, in these verses, I like to say that 
we see a divine, massive amount of actions to restore, restart my and your lives at national level. This, this is the purpose. To reset, restore, restart lives at the national level, nation's level. I come, the Messiah says, to comfort you. So I will, uh, uh, I'll give you an example uh, we, uh, we had the, the Hope concert last year during lockdown. Uh, we, we took in faith some, some steps, and there were 300 people in our community who attended uh, the open door uh, uh, concert. What was the purpose? It wasn't to show off. It was to offer hope. In the middle of a crisis, of a worldwide crisis, is to raise our voices and worship God in the community and tell people, it's not the end, it's the beginning. I want to hear you, it's not the end. It's the beginning. Amen. And I remember... Uh, we, we had, uh, during the pandemic, a, a program with Med on Time, Mobile Medical Services and Food, and I, I try to say very shortly. Uh, I myself was designated to deliver some packages to some homes, to some elderly people. So I go to one of our neighbors, she is 82 years old, and I knock at her window and I give her the first day the package. And I go the next day, and I go the next day. So as I go, in one of the days, I see her already at the window. I didn't need to knock at the window. I saw the reflection of her body. And she opened the window and said, Adi, I feel like Jesus comes to me each time. I prayed with her. I don't know how to say it. Gladly or sadly, two days before we came, she went to be with Jesus. But she was comforted. She said to me, Adi, faith until the end. Faith until the end. So there is a purpose in his arrival. And and, um, the fourth, the purpose points out to a destination and expectation. Where do you think God wants to live? Where do you think Messiah is looking to find a place? I'm convinced the final destination of Messiah is my heart, is your heart, is your life, is your family, the core of your being. That is his final destination. And you got to say, I receive that. I receive that. Because Jesus says, I came to not comfort, but comfort you. And his expectation is actually an invitation. Jesus doesn't come to you and says, I expect this from you. From this day on, you have to do this, 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 this to get into heaven. No. It's an invitation, not an obligation. And I like to call it, I hope you don't mind, I want you, if you don't take anything else from you, from here this morning, from what I said, take three letters. I will give you a map. M-A-P. Now, what is that meaning? I call it Messiah Amazon Package. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I invite you to order it. It won't cost you. It cost him. 
Let the Advent season start. A season of comfort, restoration. And, 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 this, is, and this is our um, next big thing, is to build a community center where thousands of people in Romania and around that part of the world to find restoration and healing and restart in their life. And in the end, Messiah's comfort. Go back really quick here. Final destination of Messiah is your heart. So this year we did another crazy things. We uh, we organized a, a summer camp uh, and we invited a, a, a bunch of kids. And it was the first time when we let our daughter Sea lead a small group by herself, not mom and dad, nobody else around. And in her group was this. I'll, I'll call I'll call her. Bria, okay, I won't give her the real name, okay? Uh, Bria, 15 years old, little blonde girl, the size of a needle, but with so many giants in her life. Is in Seah's team. First night, they go to sleep. They don't want to go to sleep, believe me. <laughs> we try to make them go to sleep. So um, Seah has this divine inspiration uh, at midnight to go in one of the rooms and check on them. And this little girl is, is all painted on her face with a, a cross on her, on her uh, top here saying, I am not worthy. Nobody loves me. I want to give my life to Satan. I want to commit suicide. Say I was divinely anointed that night. She spent hours with Bria. They prayed. And Bria's life was saved that night. The whole time, no darkness, but light on this little girl's face. Because Messiah's destination is your heart, is my heart, is to bring light, is to bring comfort. And the map package, the Messiah Amazon package, uh, contains comfort, light, peace, forgiveness, care, and love. And you say, I receive it. And make me a promise loud. I will order map. Say it. <laughs> Messiah Amazon package. Remember, feed your soul in the presence of Messiah's power and promises. Not in the realities of your world. He came to comfort your discomfort. And let us walk in this season, in this advent of comforting our lives, let's bow our heads and lift up our souls to Messiah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your arrival. We thank you that you did not come to take anything from us, but to give us everything. We thank you that in your arrival, there is a purpose to restart our lives. We were glad that the final destination is our hearts. And we accept the comfort, the love, the light, and the forgiveness you give us. Messiah, we invite you in our lives. We praise your name. And we walk with you in faith. In Jesus' name, amen.